You're hanging with the fellas. You're hanging with the fellas. We designated spitters live every week. Live. Designated homie, cause we spit heat. We designated spitters, Francis and Pete. Yes, talking Yankee baseball, hip hop for the streets. Yup, we designated. Yup, we innovative. Yup, we designated. Spit is time that you know. Yup, we designated. Yup, we innovative. Why? 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 Yankee Sports Talk, yep. swinging for the fences, knock it out the park. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, Woo. Christian and Chris, of course, SGR. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas. Welcome back. This is episode 277 of the NYYST podcast. We are live on NYY News TV. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. What, what the fuck? That? What the fuck was that? And what the fuck are you guys doing here? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. And oh, I was going to... Yeah, what are you guys what, doing? I, here, I don't, this is all fucking slot time. What are you guys doing? It's I thought you wanted us to take over the network. You said what? you said be here at five o'clock live for the show this week. That's why we're here. What the, Some, did, did, there's been a misunderstanding. And Chris, and Chris, what the hell happened to your mic? What was <laughs> that? Bro, you blew the whole intro, bro. What the fuck? What did I do? You and Yo and the whole shit like blew our eardrums out. Did it really? <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. High quality audio. Holy audio. shit. It's the high quality audio. That's it's the high quality audio. audio. Anyway, yeah, this is this is the designated spitters at NYYST podcast. The first mashup that we have, I feel like this is like a Saturday morning cartoon type vibe, isn't it? Like your yeah. two favorite characters get together. Oh yeah, no, you like know what that. it's like. It's like uh, when All in the Family used to cross over with the Jeffersons, right there, or no? the GI Joes and the Transformers. I'm gonna go that route. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. I'm going that fucking route. Forget that it. Was good, <laughs> Francis. You can't wait for them to do that crossover movie, right? Which one? They're gonna do it? Yeah, like Jerry Bruckheimer. He's gonna do a crossover GI Joe with. Are they uh, really? Transformers. Yeah, is this yeah. real? Uh, yeah, Jada. Jada's going to star in it. Jada? Um, yeah, and it's going to be the first transgender Transformer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, nice. bro, it's going to be go. Oh, it's going to be crazy. What would that character's oh, name be? They, Alopecia. They bought. <laughs> <laughs> they bought. They bought. Damn. They bought. Well, nah, not at Chris destroyed the entire intros. Um. Yeah, we're here. What episode is this for NYC? That's why by the you way? can't. That's why you can't plan live things. Dude. We really tried this. Happened. This is unbelievable. Two seventy seven, right? We're at two seventy seven. Holy yes, shit! Sir. Me and Francis have no fucking idea what episode we're on. No, no idea whatsoever. Bro. By the way, Francis, do your intro, man. Everybody loves to hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. I already know it's your boy Francis Lee, aka your grandmother's boyfriend. So if you're in the market and you're an abuelita or a nonna, just hit up your boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did Let's you talk Yankees? Let's do it all. If you guys saw the thumbnail, I hope you like that Francis signs autographs for grandmothers. So if you want, if your grandmother wants to send in to Francis a picture, he'd be happy to sign it for you. That's kind of what yes. he does. Yes, grandmothers only, especially on June 25th. Please bring. That's your funny that you're saying this because I don't know why this came. And I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I'll show it to the camera. My grandmother texted me this morning oh, and asked me the name of my show, and now it's starting to click. Has Francis been reaching out? And she Tell caught me. wind of it at one of her like centers that she goes to. Francis. She's a wonderful. She's a wonderful lady. And now I she's love asking how you got. Me. 
I love how you guys rub in the fact that I don't actually have a grandma. That's wow. nice. That's oh, nice. man. <laughs> shit damn. just went really dark. Fuck. <laughs> shit. Everybody's fucking with the show today. He messes up the whole intro. Wild. Then we get the, the sad moment for the grandmothers. <laughs> Look at this. Five minutes in, this is my favorite. Look at this. This, this is it. Look at this. Unbelievable. This is not a joke. <clears throat> so she really knew Francis was coming on the show today. She's like, I got to watch it. Oh, send, she did. Send me your show. What Damn, bro. <laughs> and I sent it. I sent it. I was naive. I was just like, oh, you know, Grandma. I, yeah, I wanted to text her again and say, please don't listen to it yourself. So did the did the you does your does your grandmother look like that grandmother in the thumbnail? She's pretty hot for an older lady, I tell you. She's pretty hot. She there really you go, is. Francis. I gotta say, for, she, I mean, for you for you, Francis, she's great. A she's a great grandmother too. So, so well, that's, I don't know those if you are the fuck A1s. with the greats. I don't yeah, know no, those those are the A ones. I really only want the good grandmothers. You know what I mean? Like so, great you lady, know, too. the ones that spoil they spoil the grandkids. Spoils. The, the good don't ones. Let, don't that's let the it. parents. Speak badly to them in front of them. That's those it. are my kind of grandmas. The right ones there. that bring over the Mardi Gras on Sundays. Oh, yeah. The that's, good that's, cooks. That's what Gotta I like. Got to be able to throw down in the kitchen. Got to be able to throw down that's in the kitchen. That's what I like. Amen. Well, okay. fellas, hey, Chris, uh, Christian, I just want I want you guys to go ahead and just throw out the first uh, the first topic of discussion today. By the way, to everybody in the chat, thank you so much for being in here. This is absolutely awesome. You guys have been amazing, too, at all of the game season lives and all that. Um Chris, I know you guys usually start by throwing out all the um, the uh, the links and all that. So do what you guys normally do and lead us right into the uh, to the next uh, topic. Yeah, listen, right. man. Yeah. It's, oh, you want to go? Usually uh, I do the bookkeeping. You go. You say it. You go. You know what, bro? There's you know, we got guests today. We don't need to quabble. OK, <laughs> we don't need to do that today. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm being nice. I'm being kind. Well, I was going to say that with the with the uh, return of Yankee baseball, the season is back. Uh, comes the relaunch of our Patreon page. Uh, just earlier today, the first uh, new post on the relaunch uh, on Patreon, uh, I discussed uh, the Yankees opening day victory and my thoughts, my raw initial reaction thoughts on the uh, Aaron Judge situation. So mm-hmm. head there and Chris will give you all the information and in and everything on Patreon and then much more and then we'll get into what we got to get into today. Yeah, Christian goes in raw when he does the the Patreons. Um not as raw well as you, bro. You got No, kids. not as raw as me, dude. I got 3. I'm winning. Um <laughs> patreon.com/myst Head over to uh, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to all of our shows. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And uh, most importantly, right now for me, because I got the list, by the way, the other day of uh, all the people coming to our event. So, uh, Pete, I'm going to actually send that over to you so we can maybe put together a little marketing email. Nice. Um, some ideas. And Are we fucking killing out. it? We're killing it, aren't We're we? We're killing it, dude. We're going to have to probably it. up the ticket amount. Yes. Um. Very soon. I mean, it's only two games in, and and we're pretty much at the limit. At this oh point. wow! So yeah. So we're, we're gonna almost have to up there. That baby up. So we're gonna. We have a huge turnout. If you don't, if you guys don't already know, uh, Yankees Astros June twenty fifth at the stadium, ninety minutes before the game. You buy a ticket to our event. Mm-hmm. You're hanging with all of us at NYY News TV. We're drinking some beers. The brewskis. Pete's, Pete's gonna bring the gabagool. I'm bringing a gabagool. And uh, and SGR will be there for any impression you want. And uh, Francis right. is not just for free, hoping. We're charging. I was gonna say he's we in. A, he's definitely. in. A, he's we're, they're definitely charging for that, right? Yes, uh-huh. yeah. for sure. Oh, five, yeah, no, five bucks like, a pop. I was five, gonna say five, five, five bucks, bucks a word. Impression. Yeah. Five bucks oh, a word. Oh, word. Yeah, 
He's high maintenance. Ooh, five a word. Wow. Yeah, he's five going a word. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, that's uh, 90 minutes before the game. We get to do all that, and then we're all sitting next to each other. Section what, 234? Yeah, I got it. I got it on the screen right now. My fiance just dropped the link in the chat, so guys, go do it. And that's an, i got to say, with your fiance, man, she's. Uh, it doesn't matter if the shows are four hours long. She's, she's up there. there posting. She's there. She ain't, so she got thank nothing, you. She has nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, she's got to put up with your, she with put your up fucking with me. ass hey, for, hey, for hey, hours. I'm a, I'm a lot. I'm a lot to deal with. I'm a lot to deal with. I tell you. I tell you right now. That's enough. I tell you. I'm a lot to deal with. Yeah, we're with but, talking Francis and high maintenance people. So <laughs> By the way, like all pick, the links, like picky all picky Pete, <laughs> all the links are in the description. Well, everything's fucking picky nowadays. With most of these fans, you say one thing, and right away you you're in trouble. Yeah, that's how that's how society works. Now. We've been told today that we're Blue Jays fans because we say they got a good lineup. So now we got to go root for the Jays. I don't. I mean, and, and what is it? Jay News TV. Let's go Blue Jays. Yeah. All right, Chris, drop them the Patreon real quick, and then we'll get into it because we got a lot of things. It's Patreon.com/slash/myyst. You Mike. can sign up for as little as five bucks a month, um, or you can pledge more. Whatever, whatever works works for you. Mike, yeah, tell, I know your, tell your grandmother I said what's up. Sorry, the chat is going crazy. <laughs> this guy, man. Okay, this guy and grandmother. Okay. Well, I know that we neglected uh, Patreon uh, for a while there. The last post was on December 30th. But <laughs> like we said, we're, we're going to pick it up now that the season's back. And uh, the first uh, new post went live earlier today. So definitely check out our, our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com slash N-Y-Y-S-T. Um, my wife wants to know that She's also in the chat. Okay, Pete. She's competing with your fiance. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, thanks, comp- thanks to like all that. the wives, girlfriends, thanks, and yeah, grandmothers. unbelievable, man. The wives are. That's I think it. all the wives and the and the girlfriends, fiancés, side pieces are all going to be at the uh, stadium. Yeah. That's oh it, man. no 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 no! You don't you don't you do not bring the guma to the. <laughs> you don't bring the guma. Event, don't bring you don't the bring the guma. All right. You don't okay. bring her around on, at the event, bro. That's why. Francis, That's why and you're said. limited to one grandmother. I don't want to see seven <laughs> or eight grandmothers coming to this damn event. What if I have like one in our section, one on the party deck? I don't know if I want one, a grandmother in our section. I really don't know. I, I don't know if I want a grandmother. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring like the fun grandma to our section. You gotta okay. get like one of the 42 year old grandmas <laughs> that had her kid at 18, and then her kid yes. had a kid at 18. It get one. Get one. Of, get one of like the grandmother hookers that don't know when the time is done. Yes, <laughs> she's, a, she's been in the twilight of her career for like 20 years. <laughs> Well, I gotta, get, uh, I gotta get the Brett Gardner of hookers. Oh man! <laughs> oh, well, speak, speaking of twilights of their career, uh, we were hoping that we would come to some sort of resolution leading into opening day that Aaron Judge would be spending the twilight of his career uh, in New York. Shut up! I'm talking right now. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> All right. You know how things work around here. I don't show off because talking Pete and talking Francis are here. Oh, damn. I always oh. talk. I actually I always I was... talk. I always, I always do ha. I always do those I thought things I was, over when I you're I thought talking. I was picky Pete. Oh, picky Pete. My bad. My bad. All right. So uh, we were hoping that there would be some sort of resolution between the Yankees and Aaron Judge. And I said to everybody, I said to Chris, I believe when we went live Monday, I probably reiterated when we did the big season preview. If you had to say... You put your life on the line, whether the Yankees or Aaron Judge were going to come to a contract extension. As much as you wanted to say yes, the smart bet was to say no, because as 11-15 rolled around, that fucking little weasel, and that's what he's going to be referred to from here on out, that fucking little weasel, Brian Cashman takes the podium to announce 
that the New York Yankees and Aaron Judge did not come to an agreement for a contract extension. And then he, why is Brian Cash? And here's what he wants: Why is Brian Cashman the fucking little weasel? Because he goes out there and he divulges that the Yankees put seven years and two hundred and thirteen million dollars in front of Aaron Judge, which Aaron Judge then said no to. Now, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna just go real quickly into my point of view, and then we'll go. You guys can go around the room and and just chime in and, and get your thoughts out on this. Because here's why he's the little weasel. At all I asked for, and Chris can back this up because I said this on our show, all I asked for is that the Yankees were going to treat Aaron Judge with respect. And I felt like what Aaron Judge said leading up to this is that all he wanted, and this is how I felt, is that all he wanted to do was to be treated with respect and he'd be a Yankee. And I didn't think they had to get to 30 based on that. I thought they had to be close to 30. And then come to find out that they're over 30, they gave him seven years, and he still said no. So now... Your anger, and justifiably so on my part, should be towards the player. Because if you want to be a Yankee so bad as you said, why don't you sign the deal? You're getting $30.5 million a year. You're getting extended seven years. That's more than fair. That's more than respectable. But the Yankees had to go and do the Yankee thing. And they had to call the press conference and then try to flip it on Aaron Judge saying, hey, we did our part. He said no. So now I'm not even mad at Aaron Judge. I'm mad at the fucking little weasel, Brian Cashman, for trying to manipulate and push a narrative down our throats that he's the bad guy. Because you want to know what you had to do, Brian? Nothing at all. You didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to spoon feed us this bullshit that, oh, it would have got out anyway. Leak it. Let it get out. And then guess what? You're not the bad guy because – you took the time to call this press conference and make Aaron judge look like the bad guy when you had to do nothing at all and just let public opinion become public opinion, whether or not the numbers got out or not, we would have taken the hint at one Oh eight or I'm sorry, one twelve. We don't want to upset Garrett Cole uh, at one twelve <laughs> that um, when the news didn't break that Aaron judge didn't sign a contract extension. So the Yankees, the Yankees really pissed me off in that sense that you didn't have to say anything at all. And you, and you had to go and push this narrative now and make Aaron judge the bad guy. And when now this is my opinion, and we'll talk about this further as, as the conversation evolves. Yep. When he leaves at the end of the year, you can say, Oh, well, look what we did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it, it's a very difficult situation to break down. There's so many different, uh, aspects to it right because the money's the money's there and to me that money should be enough to sign him 100 percent. i'm shocked that there's been this much pushback i'll say a couple things the first thing is we don't know what's going on behind closed doors right we don't know how they got to that number we don't know um the kind of pushback maybe they were giving judge leading up to that and again it comes down to respect and we don't know how they how they arrived at that number and to me, it's like, it, it's this, the Yankees haven't done anything right in a really long time when it comes to this shit. So I'm not so quick to just say Aaron judge should be signing the contract. It's on him, right? I'm immediately at this point going to always turn my back to, to the front office because I, they've shown me nothing to trust them. That's my first thing. My second thing is this is something that we've been told 
to just wait on because they have to save money. They have to sign their big players. And it's still an issue. Where's the money? Give it to them. I know it's a lot. I know maybe it's excessive. But give it to This is your guy, right? Again, I'll say it again. Did Aaron Judge ask for the Chambers in, in right field? Did Aaron Judge ask to be the face of the team? Did Aaron Judge ask for anything that they've given him? Did Aaron Judge earn what they've given him? In my opinion, no. He hasn't won anything. But they gave it to him, right? They gave him this. They made him what he is. It just so happens that he became a superstar in the process. So that's not on Aaron Judge. If Aaron Judge wants to ask for for crazy fucking money because this is the only contract he's going to get and he's considered one of the faces of baseball, you fucking give it to him. You want to know why? You haven't given it to anyone else. So you fucking give it to him. I'm sick of the bullshit. I'm sick of this team fucking coming out. You know, my wife texted me and she said, oh, you know, I told her Cashman's coming out for a press conference. She said, oh, maybe they're going to announce a deal. I said, no, babe, this is what's going to happen. Because I've been following this fucking team long enough now. Yep. He's going to come out, and because of Judge's comments, they're going to make sure that the blame is pushed back on the judge. And and guess what? That's just going to make arbitration ten times worse. Because yeah, yeah. if I'm Aaron Judge at this point, if I'm Aaron Judge, I don't even want to fucking look at Brian Cashman anymore. But you know what? And I think you might see this play out. Teams come together for two reasons. Out of love for someone or out of spite. And I really think this could have turned this team against them and towards Aaron Judge to say, let's fucking stick it to him this year. Because I don't know. I know it's only two games and I know we'll get into it. But this team had a little bit of a chip on its shoulder that I haven't seen in a long time. So maybe this is what they needed. And you know what? If Judge is going to go out with a ring, all the best to him. But to me... As much as I think that that offers fair, I will not take sides with the Yankees on this. I'm sorry, and I can't. I'm um I'm right there with you. We got a super chat too from um Zach. Zach says you guys are the best NYY News TV for life. So he's doing the NWO there. I like it. NW NWO for life. NYY News TV for life. Um, <clears throat> I'll jump right into this, man. Um, uh, Chris, I'm I'm honestly uh more on your side than any than than. Anything that's been said so far, I'll be honest with you, because the Yankees are known for this now. What we've seen this time and time again of them fumbling the ball. And we've also seen that Brian Cashman have treated the faces of this team. We know what the, the shit he said about Jeter and all that. There was a little harsh negotiation there. And this is a different situation, of course. But I see some people also in the chat saying, hey, Judge wanted nine years, 36 per. We don't know that. And you want to know why we don't know that? Because the guys who are telling us that they're supposed to know that shit... They don't know it either because Ken Rosenthal came out today and said it's all bullshit. Ken Rosenthal came out today, who I think is more... I trust Rosenthal more than anybody. I really do. And Ken Rosenthal said today it was always at seven or seven years or eight years and his ne- judge never said 36 plus a year. So I don't know who the fuck's telling the truth. But at the end of the day, I do not trust Brian Cashman one bit. The little fucking weasel. The little fucking weasel. He is beansy, okay. And we are and we are a Richie April. That that's the way the situation feels right now. I don't want to wind up like Richie. Well, he fucking owes us something. He owes us something. Is my is my is my problem? But a a couple people in the chat are saying they should have signed him a few years ago. That was one of my last points I wanted to make. They should have. 
That's the biggest problem, and and, and we can all get into that. Well, that's we the weasel's fault. That. But that's what is no? the, what is the weasel said from the beginning of time? I right. do not sign guys until their contract is up. We wait that last year. Well, guess oh, what? That's why we. That's why we did it with Hicks and Severino. You fucking asshole. That's why, asshole? That's, why right. I got, that's why we got to look at three more years of Aaron Hicks. So again, I know Yankee fans. You want to sit there. You want to. You want to act like this is your organization. You want to. You want to. Uh, you know, push this message forward that, like Christian said, if he ends up leaving and the Yankees keep doing their thing, and you know, maybe Volpe comes up and does good. Well, we didn't need him anyway. That that that's going to be the easy escape for people is that Judge didn't want to be here because you're already seeing that message now. People booing him uh, near the near the, the 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 chamber shit, all because he didn't accept any type of offer he wanted. Well, look, you know what I look when I look at Aaron Judge and I see that okay they didn't come to an agreement. I'll be honest with you, I'm expecting a really big fucking season, because what Aaron Judge basically said was I'll leave all that money on the table. You want to know why? I'm worth more. The Yankees said no, we don't think you are. He said okay, watch me, and if he goes out there and has a monster fucking season. You better believe it. The Yankees are now on the clock really bad because they're going to have their asses ripped if they can't re-sign him after having a monster season when they should have done it years ago. It's almost like a the arbitration trial will play out throughout the whole year. And Judge yeah. is just like, okay, you don't think I'm worth this? I'm going to show you why I am. And I respect, I'm sorry, but I respect that from him. I, I really do. I respect him sitting back saying, look, I, I'll either lose money or I'll get what I wanted. One of two things. Listen, I remember the night that it was announced that the Yankees and Aaron Judge were $4 million apart on arbitration numbers. And I tweeted a knee-jerk reaction, and I was just like, here we go, right? Like Everybody else is settling with their people. Everybody else is paying people. Uh, yeah, you got the Braves, you know, squabbling over $2 million here, $1 million here, whatever. But nobody was $4 million apart with their guy, except, of course, the New York Yankees. And I tweeted out, you know, my response, you know, obviously my distaste for it. And I got, uh, you know, some responses from people saying, oh, you know, that's not really a big deal. You know, it's arbitration. They'll figure that out or whatever. But the reason I responded that way is because I think it was an indication of what was to come with the contract talks. Mm. I was like, four million doesn't seem like anything, right? When you're talking arbitration. But when you're talking a contract, that four million can easily become a hundred million in terms of a gap between what the player wants and what the team is willing yeah. to give. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Aaron Judge was asking for 10 million, 10 years and $360 million. Like a lot of you out there are believing on Twitter. That's an asinine ask. And as good as Judge is, and as much confidence as Judge has in himself, I also don't think Judge is like mentally ill. So I don't think that he was asking that. I'm sorry. I just don't. Now, if he comes out somewhere down the line and says, that's what I want. That's what I think I'm worth. I'll come on the podcast and admit I was wrong. But I have a really hard time believing that that's what Judge was looking for. The fact that Brian Cashman had the wherewithal to sit there and talk numbers before opening fucking day, before right. the first pitch of the season, like Christian was saying, it's just it's it's a complete freaking joke he's a fucking like, weasel he is. we should never ever have been talking contract negotiations with our star player the best player on the team before opening day before first pitch you're sitting here talking about yeah our final offer was at you know eight years extension with 30 and a half million like literally 
going in detail, like not saying like we were in the ballpark of this. No, no, he went in detail. If I could cut he, you off and just throw something in, we all know why he did that. Yeah. We all know why he did that because he, he, sh- because he knows the offseason was a fucking failure. He mm-hmm. knew what a cocksucker he looked like yeah. when the infields on the left side switched and yeah. the twins fucked him in the ass. So yeah. he knows all that already. So this is him trying to save face going, hey, we tried everybody. He's the bad guy. Boo well, him see, in right field. It's his fault. Here's the, see, here, here's the thing, right? I watched that press conference and cash, no one asked him. The worst thing about it to me is nobody asked. Oh, they hey, asked Brian. him if he's vaccinated, though, if it's because of the <laughs> vaccination status. <laughs> no. Yeah, they did ask that. But nobody sat there and said, doctor, hey, go Brian, vouch yourself. What did you offer? What did you offer? He said for, he just he comes out of nowhere and says for transparency. He's like, for transparency, our final offer was X, Y, Z, right? Eight years extension, uh, 30 and a half million for the, the seven years. And then the one year of arbitration, which would have been either 17 or 21 million, which would have got us to a total of around 230. Like literally went in detail without even being asked to go in detail like that. He did it on his own, but he did it because he wanted to shift the narrative. The reason he wanted to shift the narrative is because of what you just said. The offseason was trash and he's feeling the heat a little bit. I know that Cashman isn't feeling the heat because a couple of weeks ago we were just we, no, we just had to listen to that stupid comment about 2017. Now before opening day, you're calling press conferences two hours before first pitch to t- tell everybody how you're doing your best to sign the guy, but it's 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 basically his fault. No, 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 no. I, I want to make did a, that to yourself. Let me let me throw yeah. a super chat in there real quick from um, sure. um Johnny Amante says maybe they sign him in the offseason due to the money coming off. Yeah, it's not going to happen, dude. You want to know why? If they can't afford him now, they're not going to be able to afford uh, outbidding Steve Cohen in the offseason. I can promise you that. But I wanted to make a quick point. During the dynasty years, right? Yep. Did, uh, did, what spoke for the Yankees' talent, would you say, like that you knew they were talented? World Series wins. They w- oh, they right? Won, yeah. What happens when you haven't won a World Series in 13 years? What speaks for the talent? Your little fucking weasel of a your little weasel, manager. right? And it's kind of biting him in the ass. Think about it. Not just with Judge, but let's think about all the prospects, right? All the guys that we can't even trade that are supposed to be so good. Who's showing us the talent? Have we seen it really in major league play? Or has it been the front office making up the talent and speaking on it? It hasn't been real. It hasn't been anything we've seen. And now with Aaron Judge, that's the first real one we've seen. Yeah. And what's right. happened? Has Judge won a World Series? No, no right? No. He hasn't no. won a World Series. Not even an MVP. Is he as good as Mike Trout? No. No. Does Mike Trout have a whole section for himself at, at, at no. the stadium? No, he LA? should have the whole fucking stadium named after him. He does not. Okay. So so I'm not saying Judge isn't a spectacular player. I think he's top what? What would you give him? Top 10, top oh, 15. Top when, oh, top 10. Top easy 10 when he's, player and he's, baseball, when he's on right? the field, yeah. he's top 10. No but question. I'm not going to sit 10. here and listen to the to the arguments of he wants Trout money. That's ridiculous. Uh, guess what? Cashman gave him tra- tra- Trout value. Beyond Trout value. Right? That's all we've seen. Whether it was manifested out of nothing or out of the fact that he actually is a superstar now is... is if you're sitting there and you're negotiating what you're offered, and mind you, he came up late in his career. We're used to seeing these guys come up now when they're 23, 24, and being superstars. Judge is yeah. going to be 30. This is the only contract he's getting. Yep. Okay, only, only real contract he's getting. If you yeah. had to negotiate that, 
what are you basing it off of? You're not just basing it off of your performance, your rookie year of 52 home runs where you should have won MVP. You're not just basing it off of that. You're looking at Brian Cashman saying, hey, look at right field. You see where you hand all those people, the stupid fucking wigs and the, and the, and the judge things and whatever, and you see how I'm on most of the jerseys that you sell, and you see mm-hmm. how I'm the one bringing people and, and sitting them in the seats. That's my value. You gave it to me. I helped it. I helped it by being a fucking all-star, but you set the tone. Well, now he's calling their bluff. Well, Chris, when I when I finished and I was like that, Cashman did it to himself. And people are, and I, I'm gonna bra- fan, whoever's listening, brace yourself because a lot of you aren't gonna like to hear this. But judges, agents, even if they were asking for fucking nine and ten years, who are you to tell them that they shouldn't be asking that? The Yankees put all the leverage into judges' court this offseason. Yep. They they could have changed this entire narrative by making fucking moves. They chose not to. They chose to go stopgap. They chose to swap Gio for Josh Donaldson. They chose to trade Gary and, and come into the season with Higgy as the starting catcher. They chose to keep Glaber Torres and have him basically platooning with DJ and all that. They chose to keep Aaron Hicks starting in center field. They chose not to get another number, another starter to go you know, behind Cole, whatever. Not to throw a shot at Seve, who looked great the other day, but I'm sure we'll get to that. I'm just saying, they chose to have this mediocre at best, because I don't even think it was mediocre, offseason. No, it's all, a complete... Yeah, they it's chose a complete failure now. A complete it's an absolute fa- complete yeah. failure now. But they chose that, and that put all the leverage in Judge's corner because now Judge's team probably literally sat there and said, look, can they really fucking afford to let you walk after the shit that they just pulled this winter? Well, they know can they got they the fans really? on their side, and that's exactly. what he tried. That's why, that's why I said he's a well, fucking think, weasel because his idea it. of it was I got to flip the narrative. I got to try to save my ass. You're doing a bang-up job, let's be honest. And for the yeah. people in the chat, I've seen two people out there saying, oh, these guys are complaining they're 2-0. We're not talking about the fucking season yet. Jesus, shut the fuck we up. Haven't even, we're not even talking. We're going to get to the season. We've actually, before we even came, we're talking about how, how good they're playing with a chip on the show and this and that. Give it a second. We're, we're talking about a, a situation here with a star player. Exactly. It's a completely different. It has nothing to do with the regular season. You separate the front office and the team, man. I we don't also disrespect anybody watching the show right now, but if that's your if that's your response to what we're talking about, you're you're clueless. I'm sorry. Well, you're not even you're paying not, attention. All I'm saying, exactly, what's that's happening all I'm saying. to? What's Go happening ahead, with Aaron Judge has nothing to do with what's happening with the Yankees. Zero, on the field. nothing at all. Has nothing to do with the moves, that, that, other moves. Who's on the team currently? That's being negotiated way far away from the field, probably through fucking emails on Cashman's phone and some dude who's not even at the game. Cashman's probably is, in a closet somewhere on Zoom with yeah, somebody dude, talking all, about it. All I'm saying is, is they can't be angry now. Like the Yankees can't say, even if Judge ends up walking and he gets more money and goes somewhere else, a lot of fans are going to say, oh, well, he just chased the money. But no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. The Yankees gave him all the leverage in the world. And then when he pulled the card, they got mad like he was mm-hmm. not so, like you have the card in your pocket and you're not supposed to use it. No, get, give me a fucking break. It's it's everything that Chris said. It's everything that Christian said. It's everything that Pete said. All that shit together. All that leverage is in judges side. The Take judges the chambers, the terrible offseason. The, I mean, every, the, the, he's top five in jersey sales every year since 2017. Imagine how like, stupid they're going to look when they got to take the judges' chambers down. 
Right. Can you it's imagine? Just, Think about this. When, he's calling their bluff, bro. He's what if they? Bluff. What if they, they play? My question is, why wouldn't he do that? Like, well, that's what negotiating is about, right? What if they yes. play balls the rest of the season? Like, oh well, we might as well just trade him now, and you got to take it down mid year. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say. Think about that. Someone tweeted. Someone tweeted. Trust me, I think they are judge. Judge will be talking to the Yankees in the offseason. I said, the only reason he's talking to the Yankees is to get the fucking dimensions for the judges' chambers to make sure one will fit at fucking City Field. Right. In right field. <laughs> we got a couple of you, couple of super chats in there. L.I. Yanking says, that intro was hilarious. I bet you Judge and Yankees can come to an agreement on a 10-year, $330 million deal with options after eight. Nah, that ain't happening. Give me a break. Uh, Rod Thompson says, the Yankees front office is a complete mess. They constantly try to manipulate service time and get players on the cheap, with the exception of a few. They never want to pay anyone what they're worth. They always want to find deals, and that's something we talked about with Brian Cashin for a while, is that he he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, doesn't he? He wants to be like, oh yeah, look at that deal we got Judge on. Here's my, here's my question to Brian, and anybody else in the chat. If you wanted to be fucking smart, you know how smart you would have looked if you signed Judge two, three years ago? After he had the rookie of the year campaign and you could have bought some of these years out. You could have flat out said, you know what? This is a good time to lock this guy up because look, if he ends up being a guy that hits 35 homers and bats 215, fuck it. Fuck it. It's good enough. We'll take that. Imagine doing what they did for him and not committing financially. Think about that. There you go. Yeah. The second you're going to do all the shit that they did for him, you better be also speaking with the money. So, to judge, that probably is a little bit of a slap in the face. Like, you want me to do this, this, and this for you. Guys, he watched them re-sign Hicks. Wait. Right. But I, but, I have to, but I have to do this and wait the second to get that my contract? The... Well, when I'm going to wait, you better fucking pay me what I ask. The second they had that J cut out of stone or whatever it is, they should have been drafting an extension for him. Yeah, no question. Exactly yeah. true. Because you, exactly you, you guys are spot on on that. Because that, you know, I never really did. I don't really think about that too much, I guess. But it is something to think about because... What? A, that's a commitment alone. You're fucking building something for the guy in your stadium, and you're like, yeah. And, you see and he's that? He's not that's, giving you anything. Where, where he's was not the, asking for anything? Where was the fucking Jeter's meters at? Oh, uh, what, what? Anything? Like, what was? Where was the thing with Derek? You didn't rename the bullpen Rivera's home, or you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so when they did that, they should have said, you know what? Hey, Aaron, with that comes this package. Here you go, sir. Did this? You're going to be a Yankee for life. We feel that's the type of guy you are. But no, you know, they're, they're going to play this. And look, I tell you what, I hope he has a fucking monster season. I hope there's a bidding war. And let's see how the Yankees react then. Let's see how the Yankees react then. What are they going to oh, do? Tell get, us Volpe it's again? It's going to be laughable. Are it's they going to say Volpe it's, again? It's, IKF? Bro, it's, this is just the right beginning. Fielder? This is just the beginning of how ugly this is going to get. Remember, they still have to go. Yeah, I think Chris mentioned that, but... They still have to go to to arbitration. Arbitration Arbitration is some of the ugliest shit that you could do with your star player. Like after failing to come to a fucking extension agreement, now they're going to go into a courtroom and tell Aaron Judge why why he's not not worth worth $21 million. Dylan Batances has never recovered emotionally from arbitration. He's still butthurt. He still has nightmares about it. With the pain in his ass. From the pre- like taking it up to his ass for three Look, hours. Arbitration, court. arbitration can be a normal, natural thing, right? It happens with so many players. But when it comes to a guy who you consider elite over the last X amount of years before yeah. hitting yeah. this point, it gets ugly. Like yeah. I, I'm not joking. I 
me and Christian have, uh, you know, connection with someone very high up in the Yankee organization. And I can tell you as a fact that the Yankee organization, after all that, they hate Del Batanz's guts, hate his guts. They, they don't even want to hear the name being spoken. And I'm not saying that it's going to get that way with the whole judge thing, but it's not going to be pretty. I can promise you that. It ain't going to be cute. There's no way it's going to be cute, bro. He came in at 21. They came in at 17. That's the, I think that, that might be the biggest gap going to arbitration this year. It's, it might be the biggest one at $4 million. And they couldn't even get an extension? So yeah. I want to know, like, what, what, what are they going to be in there saying? Because like, they have to say something to say why they only think he's worth 17. And, guys, everyone watching and in the chat, it's not about what Aaron, what we think Aaron Judge is worth. Correct. We stated this. Maybe you missed it. I think the money and the years is more than fair. I think they're more than fair. I'm oh, yeah. shocked. I'm not sitting here saying I'm I'm shocked that the Yankees would offer him that and it's bullshit. No, I'm shocked Judge didn't take it. But there's two things. One, we don't know all the details. We don't. Right? He talked. Maybe Judge isn't asking for more. Maybe he's asking for options. Maybe he's asking for something else. Maybe he's asking for that contract to really start this year and not take the, exactly. lo- the lesser money. The we, don't, we don't know, right? We don't know all those things. So I'm not sitting here talking about the actual money itself. I think it's more than fair. And can I, and can I just say this too? Stop. I see the chat. Guys, don't just come to an assumption because Jeff Passan said he was asking for 10 years. You, got, you believe Ken Rosenthal or what is he, a fucking asshole now? Ken Rosenthal came out and said, no, we that was not true. That, that he has yeah, sources that's even, all around. I said, that's not but, the case. But Pete, you see, that never happened. That blows mine too. Jeff didn't say he asked for 10 years. Jeff Correct. said that there's been word that he, word, they, yes. he asked for deals like in, yes. maybe eight years or and nine years in some place. Ken Rosenthal but, said he has sources in that room that said 100% he never asked for 10 years. Exactly. That is not true. Guys. That's what I keep saying. It's like, bro, Aaron Judge is not asking for 10 years and $360 million. If you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you. Please hit me up on the DM. If you believe that, you believe the Yankees can't afford Freeman and everybody else that was available. You believe that, too. So there's a few of you out there. Pete, Freeman, to me, is one of the best comps, contract-wise. Probably the best comp, contract-wise. We said that. We said that. Right? Look at Freeman. And the reason I say it, but but when you look at Freeman, what do you see? Because when I look at Freeman, what do I see? I see a guy who is older than Judge in terms of year. Like, Freeman is 32, and Judge is going to be 30 at the end of this month. But Freeman is a guy who's also won an MVP and won a World Series, right? So those things add on to his resume, right? (laughs) Judge doesn't have those last two, but Judge does have the two years younger. Freeman got what six years? So I would sit, I would look at Judge and say, okay, I could see eight years. I could right? see eight years. Does everybody agree with that? Does everybody agree with eight? I can yeah, see seven. I, I don't. I, I mean, I could see seven or eight. Yeah. Well, seven with a higher AAV, right? Yes. If it was seven, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I could see eight with a with a more manageable AAV or seven with a with a higher one. And another thing too less. is, are the Yankees just like not capable of some of these contracts that other teams come out with? Like no, with deferred Pete. money, front loaded, back loaded, no, no, they don't they do no shit us, like that. It's weird. No, they want creativity. Keep... I thought. I thought Cashman's creative. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, he's creative. All right. Okay. They want. They want to keep telling us about the thirty-eight year old and thirty-nine year old seasons. We got one wanna, super uh, chat. Um, Christian, I'll let you take over. Let me get the super chat in real quick. Anthony Medina says, "What's up, guys? I always said this could be avoided if they locked him up years ago." And also, Hal is running the team as a business, and to me, I don't care what the real fans think. God bless you guys. Christian, go ahead. 
All right, so I just want to make this one point here because uh, we could sit here and talk about Aaron Judge all day. We have to get right. to other things because the game is going to be on in about an hour. We want to get off here before the game starts. Yep. Um, you know, I I see a lot of fans are like, well, if he's asking for nine years, he could take a hike. First of all, it's not your money, okay? So stop sp- – this is what pisses me off so much about the fans. Yeah, sure, we can sit here and discuss is a player worth this, is a player worth that. And try to make it, you know, try to have a discussion, make it make sense. But at the end of the day, it's not your money. Stop spend, stop counting Hal Steinbrenner's money. Trust me, if he has to give Aaron Judge nine years, he'll be fine. You won't have to start a fucking GoFundMe for Hal Steinbrenner <laughs> if the Yankees have to give Hal, uh, George, uh, George, Aaron Judge nine years. George Judge. And even if, and I tweeted this earlier today, even if Aaron Judge is fucking washed. At the end of that contract, what does it matter? You mean to tell me that the Yankees can't spend their way out of having to pay Aaron Judge $35 million a year in his age 38 season? You mean to tell me that that's going to sink the team eight years from now? No, come on. See, that's what the problem is. Not this club. Not this team. And and that's what bothered me. And and again, like, I didn't – It's. I wanted to not be mad at the Yankees for what uh, for how this contract negotiation went down because I felt that they treated Judge with respect for seven and two thirteen and and I just wanted it to be left at that. But then Brian Cashman's got to come out and say what he's got to come out and say, and now now you're mad at the Yankees because just shut up, dude. That's that's it. Just just shut your mouth. And, and Jim, then it becomes Jim and in the in the chat, Jim, you say this right now, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Christian, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, but maybe you're not listening to us. He goes. You would think judges won multiple MVPs and World Series with a team the way you guys talk. Chris just fucking said he hasn't won nothing. What are you watching? Yeah. He are you hasn't not listening? We, we all and, said he hasn't won anything. And that's why the I said fuck? all this yeah, but- talent and all this money and leverage <laughs> it has been manifested by the— Hold on, Jim. Here's the best point I can make. Here's the best point I can make. You're right. You are right. Then why the fuck— does he have his own section in right field? Exactly. Who did that? Did he ask for that? Explain no. That. No. Come on, Jim. Did yeah, he fucking ask for that? No. no. Did he ask that. to Look. be treated like a multiple MVP, World Series winner? Exactly. Or did the Yankees give that to him? With no, so with guess nothing. what? Now he's finally fucking asking for something. And you guys still can't get it right. No. He here's should, the fact he should of the ask. matter. He should have had should. an MVP in 2017. The writers Correct. Can, you know, can kiss my ass. That because he struck out 250 times. Why didn't Cashman come out and say that, the That's little fucking fact. weasel fuck? Right. Why yeah, did the weasel fuck come out and say so that? You want to complain about shit about 2017? How about your star player should have a fucking MVP on his mantle? That's number one. Number two, the like Chris keeps saying and I keep saying, they built that fucking shrine to him after 10 games. The guy played 10 games in Major League Baseball. They're building a fucking shrine to him. Yep. And now, and now you don't want to give him what he wants. Number two, here's another point. One of the worst narratives out there, and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I really don't, Pete and Francis. But Aaron Judge is injury prone. Shut the no, fuck up. No, I don't want to hear that because, shit either. Because yeah. if you ever, if you actually paid attention to the New York Yankees since Aaron Judge has been a fucking Yankee and want to tell me that he's actually injury prone, you're, you're, you're basically clueless. Because what, you want to give me one year you want to give me that twenty? Was it the uh, twenty nineteen season? I believe is when he was really hurt. That he really got hurt and missed a lot of time. You want to blame him because he broke his wrist? 
Yeah, but why, how how did he break his wrist? Exactly. He got hit by a fucking pitch. What is he supposed to do? What is he? What is he made of metal? That's that's on him. That's what I'm saying. Was that on him? Aaron Hicks. You want to know injury prone? Aaron Hicks. Jamison Tyone. These are guys that haven't been able to advance their career because they cannot stay healthy. Oh, I don't know how he'll age because of his injuries. Okay, well, if he doesn't get hit by a fucking pitch in the eight, next eight years, I think we're going to be okay, guys. But I what really does it do. matter? It we doesn't. Shit, we, hey, Jim. We sit here splitting hairs about this shit. Tatis just got extended, what, fucking 14 years? He can't play because he got into a motorcycle accident. Judges, like, and, and can we also <laughs> say that, too, that... I'm happy, friends. I'm happy you brought it up. And yes, we're gonna move on to game one, game two, whatever the fellows want to move on to. Also, we'll talk about. But I'm happy you brought that up because is anybody concerned about Aaron Judge all of a sudden becoming like some asshole when he signs his contract? <laughs> is he all of a sudden gonna become this yeah, new I mean, guy that's gonna, gonna be start lining up fucking rails and jumping out of airplanes? I mean, and really? Shit? Like, are, are we expect? Like, he's a sa- he really is. He's a safe contract, even if it's high money. You're gonna make it back on merchandise sales. He's, right, he's one of the top sellers. And I even said it before. I'm not advocating for this. It's just a hypothetical. If the Yankees came out and said, you know what? If we give him this deal, he is the, the most authentic guy we've had for Yankee-wise since Derek Jeter. We're going to make this fucking guy the captain. Now you're selling even more bullshit. Yeah. And Jim, you keep making points to us, not to single you out, but he said, you know, that's why he should take the deal. He's been treated like a king. No, no. Kings, kings get what they ask for. It's the reason why it's that's the, the point. Ransom. Where's yeah. his ransom, ransom? That's right. That's right. What, that's tell that's me right. what judge has asked for. That, tell yeah, me right. what judge has asked that's for. Right. One fucking thing, and they haven't given it to him. No, they've made it seem like he was a king, right? Great point. But now the second he opens his mouth, he's realizing he's not, and he's calling their bluff. Every Dude. year he's been arbitration eligible. You don't hear anything out of Aaron Judge when all these guys get locked up, multi-year deals, no. get, get the secure the bag. You never hear anything from Aaron Judge's camp about, well, why isn't Aaron Judge getting extended? Why isn't Aaron Judge getting this? Blah, blah, blah. You didn't hear anything about this until this offseason. And here's the biggest reason why the Yankees needed to lock this guy up. Think of every single person that has come across your wish list that you wrote your list out to Santa Claus. Dear Santa, I want, and you didn't get, and why didn't you get him? Because we were told we had to do this. This was the one fucking thing the Yankees had to do. And we were going to pass on Machado and Harper and Patrick Corbin and Carlos Correa and Freddie Freeman and that grandma that Francis saw at the Whole Foods. We passed <laughs> on all of them because we had to lock up Aaron Judge. And now you're going to quabble with him. Over what? What's it going to wind up being in the long run? $20, $30 million? And that's, and that's the final point I want to make on this. You, you fucked up, and then you had to go out there and try to turn it around to make it look like he was the bad guy. You're a little fucking weasel, Brian. And, you'll, and you know what the saddest part about being a Yankee fan is right now? There's no way. There's no way that I could sit here and realistically say things are going to change because they're not. Yeah, he's Ward as welcome. We also got a super chat. I don't know if you guys are ready to finish off on Judge, but... I'm we, ready if you guys want to move on. Yeah, we have a super chat here. This is the last one on Aaron Judge. He says, I think the, this is LI Yankee King. says, I think the difference is $17 million in 2022. If the Yankees would have bumped up the $30 million salary, then he believes a deal would have been signed and that would have been a difference. I don't, I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows at this point. But um, yeah, I'm ready to move on for Judge. The Yankees are off to a 2-0 start. What do you guys uh where do you guys want to go from here? 
Well, you know, let's get into the lineup tonight because we're we're almost serving as a pregame. Oh, the show. lineup! You said, yeah, I was going to say that we are serving as a pregame show, and thankfully, here it is on your screen, guys. Take a look at the lineup as Christian talks about it. All right. So, one of the things that I got really upset over in the, in the course of the last week when we went live on Monday and then we were live again on Wednesday is that I felt the Yankees were setting up to start Glaber Torres at shortstop, and I felt that was extremely insulting to the fan base based on everything that happened at that position since he got booted out of there in late 2021. Thankfully, and this is what really pissed me off, not to go back to judge, but this is what really pissed me off about the Brian Cashman press conference is that I felt the Yankees finally did something right. They finally did something right. And they sat labor Torres down on opening day. And then, you know, immediately, like an hour later, you know, we all know what happened. But I finally felt like they did something right. And then what happens? You know, the Yankees have, in, through the first two games of the season, the Yankees have shown, exhibited their their recipe for winning. Hitting home runs yep. and dominating out of the bullpen. Now, personally, I don't see that as being sustainable throughout the course of the season. But that's the Yankees' formula for winning. Hasn't been the last couple of years. And who's been... Take out John Carl Stan, who, who, who uh, if you look at the deed for Fenway Park, I believe as owner, his name is on there now. Um, oh, no. Yeah, they pay rent to him. Yeah. For show. <laughs> Who's been the hottest Yankee through the first two games? Rizzo. Gotta be where Rizzo. Was Rizzo. Where was Anthony Rizzo batting in the first two games? Third. I don't know. Third. That, that bothers me more than anything. I, don't, I just don't is, get it. I don't understand again, it. And where is he bat tonight? Second. Second. So, again... I said this as we were coming on, and I think I tweeted this as well. I cannot give myself Ajra over the way the Yankees put their lineups together anymore right. because they, since Aaron Boone has been here, and and I think Chris even had this problem with Girardi to an extent. They don't do anything that's logical in the way that they put guys. They they write their nine out. If you would have said to me because you know they're gonna they're gonna rotate guys in and out all year because they actually have. 10 starters for nine spots. If you want to look at that, Aaron Hicks is not a fucking starting player in the Dominican league, let alone in major league baseball, but to the Yankees, you know, he is. So you got him, you got Torres, you got LeMay, you got IKF one and even Donaldson to a degree. Cause you saw them DH him yet on, on Saturday. You have all these guys that, you know, they're going to rotate in and out all year long. If based on performance wise for the, the first two games, if you had to pick a guy to sit, Tonight, the finale against the Red Sox. I mean, to a man, you'd have to say it would be IKF. IKF, but yeah. No, Aaron Boone thinks he's he's playing fucking spectacularly through the first two games. Oh, we got quotes from him too about how I mean, good he's wanna, playing. You, you want to let read me? It? Let me let me let me see if I uh, if I have it. I think actually somebody sent it to me, so I probably have it right here. Yeah, here we go. This is Aaron Boone on Isaiah Kiner Falefa. I feel like offensively, he hit some balls really hard. Just doesn't oh, have did, anything did to show for it. I like where he's at. He's attacking on both sides of the ball. Really? That's back to Aaron Aaron Boone, who soft contact Boone. And I want to get this out the way because I saw people saying in the comments. What did he already, hit hard? Am I nothing. watching different he, games? You must be. And Francis, the look. The ball hit his glove hard. Yeah, like the ball it. hit his glove hard. <laughs> Francis, you looked up You looked up the uh, the baseball savant page for the fans yeah. who got to look at because they don't watch games, but they, you know, they use yeah. the numbers. I was saying this before I got in here. I have nothing against IKF. I am not giving up on IKF. Here's all I'm telling people, and I've been saying it all offseason. I'll say it again today. For you people that got your hopes up, 
that you got the replacement shortstop that's going to be this phenomenal ball player that's going to hit 300, all of a sudden start ripping doubles all over the place. I'll be the first one to admit I'm wrong, but I bet your ass I won't be. That is not who this guy is. You want to look at the analytics? Go look at him. He has some of the softest contact in the world. That's probably why Aaron Boone likes him. He loves soft contact. That That's yeah. all this guy does. He is not he, some guy that's going to come out of nowhere and start lacing fucking balls in the gap. It's not who he is. If they wanted that, they should have won with Oswald Peraza, who went four for five yesterday with doubles, homers, no, smacking the ball everywhere. In a couple weeks, we'll be playing against Baltimore. He'll probably get hit like a double and maybe a home run, and they'll be telling us, you see, you see. Like, it's not against the Baltimore Well, the, hard, the hardest ball he that's hit the right happens. field was yesterday. And that yeah. was the ball on the Warner track. That'll be the furthest ball he hits all season. Yeah, and I bet you that that the exit velo on that was probably still under ninety. It was probably it was probably thirty six miles. <laughs> yeah. Here's my problem with with IKF right now. You were brought here to play defense, yeah, basically, right? And I know I kind of caught myself that when I was saying it that he should hit leadoff, and it was basically like. Because the Yankees don't have a true leadoff hitter, so why not try something different? If your answer is Josh Donaldson, to 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 me should be a middle of the order type of guy. That was that was my point with saying IKF should hit leadoff. If you're really married against the uh, that you don't want DJ Lemay to hit up there anymore, right? But if you were brought here to play defense and through two games you're not playing defense, I'm not going to just be like, oh well, it's two games because the Yankees. Pat McAfee punted through – we don't need to go through the list again. They punted on everybody to bring this guy in here. So he doesn't get a pass because I'm not giving the Yankees a pass because of how they handled their offseason. And and then you hear, well, it's his favorite team, and you got to take it easy on him. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to bust open a fucking roll of Pillsbury. I'm going to make him some fucking cookies and bring him some milk. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm going to sit him down and I'm going to tell him the fucking thing his manager should be telling him. OK, because this is a famous story. I don't know if, any, if anybody ever heard it before, but I heard it and it always resonated with me. And it's one of the reasons why I really respected Joe Girardi as the manager of this team. Didi Gregorius was fucking lost when he got traded here. Absolutely, completely lost, right? Yeah. Didn't even look like he'd be... Dude, he made Brendan Ryan look like fucking Manny Machado in his fucking prime. <laughs> that's how That's how bad Didi Gregorius was. Yep. Didi Gregorius got sat down by Joe Girardi and said, listen, you're not here to replace Derek Jeter. You're here to be Didi Gregorius. And that was a turning point in Didi's Yankee career. And he was able to put that 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 weight of that shoulders and take it off and, and say to himself, I'm I'm not here to beat Derek Jeter. I'm not here to replace one of the pillars, the icons of this historic franchise. I'm here to play shortstop to my abilities. And then that's what he did. And he became a very good player for this team. Yeah. Aaron Boone needs to sit him down and tell him, we we all know, we all we don't live in a bubble here. We know that we passed over Carlos Correa and Simeon <laughs> and Seeger and this guy and that guy. And you're our shortstop now. But we don't want you to be those guys. We want you to be who you are. And just go out there and field the position. So if he hasn't said that to him through two games, he's got to say it to him before he takes the field tonight. Because we, I cannot sit there and watch him do the one thing that he's supposed to do well, poorly. Yes, that yeah. that, that, that I'm there with you on that because he's looked fucking horrible and in the infield. 
And honestly, after two games, I said this before we came on, after two games, I'm not going to jump for joy, right, right and say right. this is a World Series team. Uh, just like if they went over to their first two games, I wouldn't sit here and say the season's over. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that for individual players either, right? Because if we were going to do that, <laughs> then we'd all sit here and expect Stanton to have a, and Rizzo to have 162 home runs by the end of the year, right? That's it, It's idiotic. I'm not going to sit here and rip IKF because he's had a bad couple games. And I'm also not going to praise the Yankees because they won two. These two games could have went three ways. They could have lost both, split them, or they could have won both. And we had the best outcome, right? I'll take it over any of the others, obviously. It's better than the alternatives. Same thing with IKF. He could have been great. He could have been decent. He could have been awful. And he's been pretty bad at the one thing that they brought him here for. That doesn't mean it's over. All I'm saying is, if you're going to choose to sit people tonight just because you won two games in a row on Sunday Night Baseball, why isn't it the guy who maybe needs a breather yep. after a couple games, maybe being a little overwhelmed, not having this much light on him, not having this much pressure on him? Why is it DJ LeMayu, the guy who's come through big in the, in, on opening day? Why are you fucking with the guy who has been dominant in Rizzo? And switching up where he's hitting. Why? That's my only thing. Yeah, I just can't. It, it's gotten to a point where it used to be I would ask why. And Christian would be able to give me, even though I used to piss me off. Instead of answering me as a fan, he would answer me as why the Yankees were doing certain things. And giving their, their reasoning. Whether I agreed with it or not, right? I don't even think we can do that anymore with some of these decisions they've made. No, well, why? no we, we can. It's just going to sound like shit. They're just not fucking logical. None of it's logical. I cannot give you a a logical reason why Falef is in the lineup tonight. I can, because if you were using logic, like Chris said, the lights are maybe a little bit too bright for him right now. Right, right. Let him sit back and watch. You know what I mean? Let him keep him there because they don't want it to look like what it is, though. Right. That's who they've been the last couple of years. They don't admit defeat. They don't. Why do you think Torres was playing at shortstop, kicking balls around? Not Why do you think Aaron Hicks the first is still base. on this team? Aaron yeah, Hicks, there you go. They do not admit defeat. They never do. So even if the first two it's games true. are too much for them, they're going to run them out their game three because they don't want to hurt. They can't risk hurting. Let them watch. A, how about you let them watch a ball game from the seats? Uh, you know, not, not obviously there, but from the dugout. Let them watch a game. Let them sit back and watch the game at Yankee Stadium and go from and go from there and that's, but that's it. We're not saying that's to bench thing. him. People no, exactly. Like, yeah, no. People keep responding it's a, it's to us break. like we're saying to bench him. It's like nobody's saying to bench him. No. Well, one guy said that we a must have not watched the game. He's looked terrific. What the fuck game are you watching? That that's we have we're talking about. about I hate he's watching 2021 IKF. No, that's but definitely like, Aaron Boone's burner account. But he's dude, in the chat no right question. Now. Exactly no what Francis is saying right now. What's up, Booney? Exactly what Francis is saying right now. It's all like it's all theater, bro. It's all theater because if they managed this team properly, if they managed the players properly, which we know they don't, by the way, not even from the minor leagues up because, again, we'll say it for the millionth time, how many of these big-time prospects have panned out for us so far? One, maybe two, right? There's clearly something the, going they're gonna on. They're going to let the one that worked the out one for one go, <laughs> yeah, right. Right? So there's clearly, some, there's, there's clearly a disconnect between the front office and the players. This is something for IKF. Who gives a shit what other people think? Who gives a shit what the world's thinking? This is something yeah. that if they properly managed their players and sat him down and said, look, man, you're our guy, okay? We didn't get yeah. you here for nothing, okay? You're our guy. 
it's okay you've had a rough couple games. Playing in New York is tough, especially opening up against the Red Sox, and especially now going on Sunday Night Baseball. Got two right? super chats. We're giving, I'm you, sorry. we're giving you a quick breather. We want you to reset because we know you're a better player than this, and we want the world to see that when you're ready. And Got that's it. Two super chats to get to here. Um, Jesus King Chavez says, the great Sam Bino. Sam Bino hit a grand slam today on Gary Sanchez, and he said also, in the great voice of Vince McMahon, IKF, you're fired. I don't think we got to go that, <laughs> so that far. But. I don't know. We don't got to do fired yet. But Luke also says, Luke, I got to get the. He says he's been watching me for a long time, going back to when um, we broke the, we put the Stanton news out there about the trade. And he says, but I can't take you seriously the way you're talking. What are we saying? That is that is so. <laughs> no, I'm so confused. I'm, really no, no, no. I'm really confused. No, 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 Luke, no, I appreciate out, you for being a viewer. I really do. But I'm confused as to what we're saying that is so negative or wrong. Yeah, no, time out, time out, Pete. Pete appreciates you, Luke. I don't appreciate anything you said in the comments so far. Because uh, you just keep, you just, you keep bringing up, like you were talking about, I saw that shit before you were talking about Hicks is a plus defender. Bullshit. Hasn't been a plus defender since before the interview, uh, injury. You were talking about his OPS plus or whatever. Fuck you and his OPS plus. And now you're talking about, well, why would we bench IKF in a game where anyone would want to play? Because we don't give a fuck what he wants to do. That's right. right. When you manage a baseball team, you don't give a, it doesn't matter what the players want. You manage the fucking game. You manage right. the game. He needs a beat, then give him a beat. Take a seat, watch this game. You'll be right back in the line tomorrow against the Blue Jays, all right? Tomorrow you'll get after him. But today you need to take a break, all right? You're booting balls out there in the field. Listen, it any it doesn't take it doesn't take a it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that this kid right now needs the game to slow down a second. He's a good defensive player. He is a good defensive player. Remember, That's yes, why yes, he's here. Yes, lets us know every two minutes you will catch that ball ninety five percent of the time. Exactly. They keep trying to remind people that he's a, listen, when when somebody's when somebody like that it can't even do the thing that you know is second nature to them, then you know something's off right here. Let maybe just give him a break. He's having errors in the first game. If he was just 0 for eight or whatever, but he was making all the plays in the field, I wouldn't be saying shit about him because the 0 for eight I expected. I don't give a damn. I don't care about that. All right, because I never expected him to come over here and be a world beater offensively. Yeah, me and Francis but said it. We defense? said if he, if he has the same year in Texas, that's cool. But if he also bats two thirty five, I don't think anybody should be shocked. Somebody shouldn't be. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Well, what what did you truly expect? No, right. And for the nerds, and, and here's the crazy thing too, because Luke, I know you're probably a, a a guy who looks at analytics because you're the only people that says Aaron Hicks is some amazing player is somebody that just looks at like one analytic number goes, oh this number's good, I'm gonna run with that. So if you look at those with IKF, there's nothing that shows you this is all of a sudden going to be some force on the offense side. He needs to catch the yeah. ball, and he hasn't done that in two games. So all we're Dude. saying is take a break, watch the game from the bench, and you'll be back in it tomorrow. That's it. That's simple. He's saying, oh, don't know. We're supposed to let IKF. It's not about – we're not letting IKF pussy out. It's not about being a pussy. It's not – if the moment, it's called managing. It's Jesus, called managing. It's fucking called Thank managing. You, it's just managing. It has nothing to do. It's first of all, it's like you. That's, that's what I was saying before, Luke. You're talking as if we're saying bench IKF. Period. No, like he's a bench player now. No, one game. That's all I was saying. That when I saw this lineup, I was like, all right, if anybody's gonna get a day off here, At, I would have thought it would have been an IKF. Just stop right there. That's the point, Luke. The point is we're not advocating for him to just get a day off just to get a day off. Right. We're looking at this lineup and saying, okay, if we're going to give a guy a day off, why isn't it him? 
Why is it DJ? Because it's fucking Why logical. Why are we not making sense? And they, they don't do that. This is what I've been harping on on management. And people can say, oh, well, he's a puppet. Or not. I don't care. You can make any excuse you want for Boone. At some point, you got to sit there and go, I'm a baseball guy, bro. Then you should have had these experiences before. And just say, sit the guy down. So again, for the people, any, and there's nobody really saying this, but nobody is being negative here. We're talking with logic, like you would expect your team to be doing. What is the main reason to switch? And the first thing I saw on the lineup, I know you guys were saying IKF. The first thing I saw on the lineup is, what? What? somebody just give me a reason. What is the reason you will flip-flop two and three? Somebody give me a logical, what is the point of it? The guy's smacking the ball. He's tying games up for us. He's hitting homers every day. He looks terrific. He got himself in great shape. You bat him 30. He has homers in two straight games. Then you go, all right, we're going to just go ahead and flip you to second now. For what the reason? The only time you flip a guy is if you need more protection for him. Rizzo don't need any more protection. None. He's been pretty good where he's been. No, but they flipped him because they, they flipped him because they want to get Judge going. That's all that's about. That's Judge all that's isn't, about. Judge isn't good enough to get himself going? No, but that's just missed the home video. I'm telling you, this is what it is. They moved they moved Rizzo up. They moved Rizzo up because they 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 want to get Judge going better in their mind. Like I guess because if you you're, he's hitting in between their two hottest hitters right now. But I mean, that's, I that's exact. I'm telling you, that's exactly what it is. This was for that's Judge. Probably it. That's probably it. Oh, this is this is like what Judge. they'll do for him. This is what they I do. For they him. Hey, like Judge. Hey, you see, Christian, this is what they'll do for him. They'll they'll move him in between Rizzo and Stanton so that they can and get the for, most out of him in the year when they're not paying him. But that, they're forget, not going to pay him. Don't forget, and this is going to be such fucking theatrics. I I am regretting if I don't go to this game. <laughs> he has a bobblehead night this year, and they're oh. going to roll out the fucking red carpet, bro. Like he's some some returning war hero for him. But meanwhile, it's going to be past. I think it's past when the arbitration will will hit, and then you know it, we'll all know it's all fucking theater from there yeah. on out. Well, but, I wanna I wanna jump into the next topic if you guys don't mind, uh, and, and yeah, what I wanna yeah, yeah. what I wanna talk about early on here is the two starts that we've seen so from the Yankees. Um, two really different ones, I would say, even though. Number-wise, they might look similar. Garrett Cole on Game 1, and then Luis Severino on Game 2, who David Cohn said he looked better than pre-2017 Severino, which I'm sorry, I'm not going that far yet because there's also rumors that they're going to limit Severino. Did you guys hear this? That they may be limited. You're the one who said it, right? I had it first. That he had it first. you got to do the thing. I wish I, I should have had that on here. But they're limiting him apparently to 130 or so innings. Who would they get in these innings from? Yeah, it, it's just another like... Ron Macho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you say his name? Ralph um, Ralph Macchio? No, Ron. No, no, no. Ron. no the, the, oh, yeah, Ron Marinaccio. Ron Marinaccio. No, it's, yeah, it's just Ron Macchio. I'm not... It's I Ron the fucking karate he's, kid he's on Macchio. He's Ralph's no. younger cousin, okay? I think why uh, Cohn said that, and I had to listen to the game. So you can listen to the game and know what happened, but when it comes to like really evaluating a pitcher, it's very difficult to to listen and and know how he looked, regardless of the outcome. But from what it sounded like, his velocity's up. It which, is no, it is. He was hitting hundred, and his, yeah, his which, changeup looked better than it ever looked too. So I'll give him made credit one, there. How he many made one times have to Verdugo? But he was, yeah, he I know. really good yesterday. He did. I yeah. Agree. So how it many would times have, been have a we one seen run, it? It would have been a one run mistake too. Yes, I know. It should have been. But how many times have we seen a guy come back that we're that we're nervous about? And the first thing you notice is is the lack of velocity. 
Right, and right, right, right. That's a big thing. And so for him to come back like that and look as good as he did, yeah, one mistake, that's fine. And he only threw a few innings, but Yankees are going to do that. You know, that's cool. I, I, I was very happy with that. And I think that's why Cohn said that just based off of the velocity and how effective he was. That's one thing. But I mean, as far as are we going, do you want to, do you want to go into the two games or we yeah, just yeah, break yeah. no, down? no, let's, let's start on let's, game one. Let's start on game one with yeah, uh, well, game one. Is that what you want to well, do? Listen, yeah, that's fine. But let's say this, right? <clears throat> You want to get to Seve when we get to game two? Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's get to Seve. See, I don't know how you guys handle your show, but we don't deep dive the games. We, no, we, we don't honestly, either. Honestly, once we get past them, it's kind of, it's kind of pointless. But we like, to, we like to get to the big topics of, of the games, yeah. right? So in, from games one and two, outside of the performance of, of Stanton and Rizzo, uh, really it's the starting pitching, right? Yes. So you want to start, you want to start with game one, Garrett Cole, and, you know, I had somebody tweet me, like, how's the SMD tour going, bro? Like, yeah, okay, why don't you, why don't you go fuck yourself, number one. And number, and number two, like, I'm not throwing away an entire season after one bad inning. My problem is now, and, you know, Pete's going to probably lose his fucking balls over this. You know, he's going to scream so, wet, so loud about this. He's probably going <laughs> to have body parts of himself falling off. But my problem with Garrett Cole is, Again, the same problem with Brian Cashman. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. Like, the Yankees' official hype video, the one they put out the night before opening. Said no fucking excuses, excuses, baby. No narratives. This man, 16 hours later. Can I just say this? Go ahead. I got, I'm sorry, but you're right. I I have to go in on, and I'm not going to go too crazy. I'm not because I got, we got game seasons. I need to have a voice. The whole thing, ju- this guy came with, he fucking blamed Billy Crystal. Who does that? He, yeah, yeah. he said, this guy said. We, we know who's not making the guys, Garrett Cole movie now. No, not at all. The craziest thing no in the world. 45 for sure. Guys, no I have 45. a, I, believe it or not, I have a teenage daughter who's gone through a very rough stage of just lying bullshit all the time, right? She's come up with better stupid ass excuses than this. Can you imagine this? Well, uh, the four minutes really... I would have been... If I was a beat writer, I'd say, how much you get paid? <laughs> what, did you come, what did you come here to be? Four minutes made listen, you mess up that bad? So listen, what are you doing in New York? Then go back to Houston. Listen, I get it. Garrett Cole is a meticulous guy. You're not just an ace for no reason, right? He, he, he schedules everything down to the minute. But it right? wasn't like they were. Hold on, hold hour. on. I'm not defending him. Minutes. Not <laughs> defending him. Let me get to it. They blame Billy Crystal for form. that long, bro. Billy Crystal is a city slicker. Damn it! <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter that it's four minutes. He's a meticulous guy, especially when it comes to his routine. Here's what I'll say though. I think mentally, first of all, you don't say it. You don't say that after the game, no, you right? No, you not say never. I fucking I fucked up. Correct. Right? You don't give an excuse. That was my issue. But I think that Garrett Cole's so in his own mind sometimes that that four minutes, yeah, it might have fucked up his routine, but it fucked him up mentally more than it did physically. He you don't, you can't out. sit you here and it. physically tell me that you're fucked up over four minutes. I can see why it would throw you off a little bit, but if you're the, the ace, the, first of all, the first thing in an ace, mental toughness, right? If yes. you're telling me four minutes threw you off that bad, we got a problem because... Oh, sorry to break it to you. Shit happens in life. Shit happens, especially in opening day Yankees Red Sox. 
Okay. You think John Sterling wants to sit at five hour games when he's 90, 90 years fucking old, nine yeah. years old and whatever. And, and he's screaming <laughs> and whatever you think he wants to be there for five hours. No, but shit happens. Sometimes games go into extra innings. Sometimes, you know, ESPN needs to add a, you know, 20 more minutes of commercials each inning. So shit happens, dude. You, you can't come out here and give me that excuse. I'm sorry. It was it was a bad look. It, it, it was followed up pregame pregame. Brian Cashman making his bullshit, you know, whatever he was doing. And then a week before the season, it was Cashman making excuses about 2017. Before the game, it was Cashman making judge like the enemy. The, and then after the game, we had Cole making excuses. It's like that's all we are now. The first excuse was actually done by Christian. He blamed me for putting the Malloy goal. Is what he did. <laughs> yes, he was yeah, the yeah. first one. Two batters, two batters, but I mean, bro, two batters in the game, <laughs> two batters into the game, bro. It, it looked like, yeah, I thought the world was playing a trick yeah, on me. I was like, like bro, that first at bat, four straight balls, four straight. Yeah. And he finally throws a fastball in the zone and it's up and out over the plate. To Terrible location. Well, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm on record. I'm the only guy on record here. And I, I'm sorry, but this is just how I feel. And I know what nobody's going to like this in a chat or anywhere here. I don't think Cole is going to be the ace that everybody expects him to be this year. I just don't. And we might as well, honestly, and I'm not taking a shot at you, Pete, but no, that's, that's just, that's just the, my if opinion. That's, if that's the case, let's pack it in. Yeah. Right yeah. now. If, we can, if you can't <laughs> right rely now. on this, honestly, if you cannot rely on this guy to be the ace of the staff, you might, we have to pack it in because Here, you have, he, you have one guy that you could factor in to get to two, to the close to 200 innings this year. And it's him. And well, if he's not giving you 200 ace like innings, this team is fucking done. Well, right blame now. Mr. Creative again. Because he's creative, oh, right? Blame Mr. Creative. If well, listen, think about gotta... this is something that we never talked about yet. And I know we're gonna get to Severino. If they knew he had an innings limit of 130, that's even fucking worse. You didn't go out there and right. add somebody. It really that's is. why I don't believe the 130 somehow, somewhere. I don't believe well, well, yeah, let's just get through Cole real quick because there's a lot that we can thought we can get to into Sevy, but you know, like as I was saying, your your official hype video said no excuses, no narrative. Sixteen hours later, that's all you fucking did. No narratives, right? You spin the narrative. You call a press conference, spin the narrative that Aaron Judge is a greedy prick. That's not. That's your narrative. No excuses. Then you know you you go another couple hours later. You're ace. You're three hundred twenty four million dollar man. The you know guy you've been chasing since you know uh, he was seventeen years old is making excuses that fucking old man Billy Crystal took too long throwing out the first pitch. <laughs> and and we're getting all excited like. Garrett Cole shouting in the dugout, let's fucking go. It's because he was yelling at Billy Crystal, not because he was excited that the <laughs> right, season was getting right. started. <laughs> but you know oh, what? Oh, man. If you, you know, I, I personally, like, I think he's going to be fine. I, and you know what? My, now my, my bigger concern is, is mentality more than this, than the spider attack. Yeah. Because but- I, I've seen enough of his pitching to, to not worry about the spider attack. I just need to know where his fucking head is at. Now. Right, right. Okay. But here's a, here's where we can be optimistic, right? Judge. I mean, uh, Cole clearly has issues with the Red Sox, which is not a good thing, but. Compared great, to great some point. of the other games he blew off, he blew up right off the bat. That one game when he gave up what four runs in the first inning? How many innings did he last that game? I guess six, the Red Sox seven. He went deep. He went yeah, like, he went deep in like that six, game. Seven. You might be thinking about the Mets game where he didn't even go what an inning or three innings yeah, or two innings. Yeah. Like that. Well, there I were mean, there was a couple was. games though when Cole went. Uh, well, Cole some I don't know who did it again, but me and Francis we pulled this up a lot last year towards the end of the year. Somebody put a tweet out of all of his biggest games of the year, and every single one of them was shit. Yeah, I know. Like well, the main rivalry games, they were all we really bad. That too. But this, at least, here's what I'll say. 
in those games, I never, I held my breath every time he threw the ball. The second Garrett Cole found himself on opening day, he looked like Garrett Cole again. He looked better. He did. And I he thought did. that was, I thought that was big to see. He kept the yeah. team in the game. It, I'm sure as fuck it helped that Rizzo got up and brought him right, put him right back in it. Yep. But he did come back around. It's opening day. It's there's no excuse. I don't care if fucking Billy Crystal fucking took 25 minutes. Okay, there's no excuse. You an ace cannot come out there and give up. I don't care if they won either. An ace still cannot come out there against your division rival on opening day and give up three runs before I'm even able to take a piss and sit down and enjoy the game. That yeah. can't happen. That can't happen. But that's, that's what give him credit where it's due. He turned it around. He kept the team in it. They won the game. And you got to just move on now. Of course. And you got to hope for the Listen, best. And it's one out. Got, it's one fucking outing. Bro, I, I, I said it as soon as he was uh, removed from opening day. I was like, all right, well, that, that was what it was. Now on to the Blue Jays this Wednesday. Now, <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, it's not, it's not getting any better for his yeah. second start. So, I, you know, all right, you had the four-minute excuse. I'm going to be calling you Garrett four minutes Cole all season. So but, a, so that's what play. Amy calls him. Right. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you think it goes that long? Anyway, um, yeah. I think I think Wednesday, right? This is my prediction, right? So you guys can kill me if it doesn't come true. But I'm, I'm calling Wednesday. He comes out and absolutely shoves against one of the most difficult lineups to face in the game today. That's my call. Hope so. I, I hope. I mean, I hope so too. Now, if he comes out and gets rocked, you guys feel free to absolutely demolish me on the, no. the next. Episode. No, I ain't got no, re- ain't right, got no reason that we all hope you're right. We may feel differently, yeah. but we all hope I'm, you're right. I'm with you. I'm on board with you, man. I'm saying it for the fans. They're gonna be like, "What happened, Francis? He got rocked or whatever." I'm like, I, I got a feeling. Teoscar Hernandez I, is gonna go to the mound, pull his pants down, and give him a spanking in front of everybody. But I'm just <laughs> that's even that's if he blows up on even if he blows it up, it still on doesn't Wednesday. matter. It still doesn't um, matter. I agree. It doesn't. I, I charted this guy's starts when he came over here, and it usually takes him like 10 to 12 starts yes. to really turn that – I'm going to use a boonism yeah. here – to turn the corner and really get into that ace mode because He's, that's what everybody was freaking out about in the COVID year. It's like, oh, this guy sucks, blah, blah, blah. Well, he only had 10 fucking starts. He's not yeah. a – well, he's also not a first month guy. He's never been. He's never he's been a not, guy to get. He, a, he, you, his numbers typically throughout his career they improve month yeah. after month. He's not. That's an always April been who guy, he has been. The one thing with Cole, the one thing with Cole that's kind of like you can take it to the bank every single time is he's not an April guy, and he also like even through May really struggles with yes. elite left-handed batters. He he really struggled. He didn't give up that home run to JD. He didn't give it up to Bogarts like in the wild card game. He gave it up to Rafi Devers. Like that's his kryptonite. Like Rafi Devers, he didn't look good against Devers. He didn't look good he, he didn't he didn't look good against left-handers in, on, on opening day. Now, the reason I'm saying he could, I'm guessing that on Wednesday he's going to come in and look better. Obviously he's going to look at tape from what happened on opening day. But also the Blue Jays, straight up right-handed lineup. Straight up right-handed lineup. They're not switching over. They don't have a guy to just go and throw Garrett off. So if he gets into a rhythm, if he gets into a rhythm, it's not going to surprise me if he really, like, yeah, there's elite hitters in that lineup, but they're all right-handed. And Garrett Cole, that's his wheelhouse. So, I mean, like I'm saying, that's that's why I'm I'm calling that. Let's see. Do you want to you want to beat him up a little bit or no? He's all right. I mean, he could take it. Look, I like Cole. I, ho- I hope to God I'm wrong about Cole. I, I just don't know. I, I there's something about him. I, I think that I've seen. You know, 
and and again, has nothing. It really has nothing to do with Spartatech. I still think there's something that he just has to prove to the fans. I really do. He hasn't that's been. Fine. Yeah, you know he what? hasn't been who that's, we want him to be. Fair. And there's no. If Francis will know for the people that has watched me for a long time, I've been on Cole forever about getting this guy to the Yankees and, and him coming here. So I've always wanted him here. I'm not saying he's been bad. He hasn't been bad with the Yankees. He hasn't been bad at all. We when you rely on this guy to be the ace though, and you tell your organization, well, Sevy's going to be number two. Don't worry. There's nobody else behind them, and I know there's people, but I'm talking about guys you could really rely and count on out the gate. He just needs to really, he has so much pressure on him to be perfect, and that fucking sucks, but it's true. Yeah, and to Christian's point with the mentality and, like, being a little, you know, being nervous about it, but, about you know, if he, he... You know, to not to cut you off, but, you know, those... Those types of pitchers, they're weird guys. Like we all know, Messina yes. was a quirky guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You know, yeah. we all know he had his little quirks when he pitched. You know, even Clemens wouldn't talk to people like the day two right. days before that he would. You know, that that's just how they they're built. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you don't say like you don't say that if that's what happened. Then you say I came out of the bullpen, I couldn't locate my fastball, I got beat. That's it. And you know what? We would accept that because that happens between the fucking lines. Because right. I could live with you saying I didn't have my fastball coming out of the bullpen because that's what happens in between the lines. What I can't listen to you say is Billy Crystal was was doing whatever the fuck he was doing, <laughs> and I and I psyched myself out, you know. Yeah, well, that to your point on all of that, it almost seems, and you definitely don't want to see this, and I really hope I'm wrong, or I hope that if it's true, he kind of figures his shit out. You went from looking at a guy who was knew who the fuck he was, right? He knew who he was. Garrett Cole knew he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Garrett Cole knew he was feared. He didn't no hitter wants to go up and face Garrett Cole if they have options to face other people. Right? Garrett Cole knew who the fuck he was. He was a guy who took the ball every fifth day and is going to dominate. It seems as if ever since the spider tech stuff, I don't think the spider tech is what's getting to him. I think he kind of is questioning who he is. Yes. Thank you. you. Can kind of yes, see it. yes, yes. You can yes. hear it in his responses. You can hear it when he goes back at Marley Rivera Fucking last year, a, yes. And when he says all those things, and now he's coming out and he's saying things like he's saying things like, "Oh, four minutes to throw me off." That's not a guy. That that sounds like a guy who's trying to to tell people why he did something to to yep. make up for what he really is. Remember his That's answer. Not a guy who's confident. Remember his answer when he was first questioned about spider attack. It was like he didn't know what the fuck to do. So right. it was almost like, well, am I the same guy without this? I don't know. Everybody uh, knows you were one of so, the main guys, but it, it was a very Yankees weird response. That. That I blame the Yankees me. for that because you have to. I'm you sorry, have to prep him. You have to know. I, yeah, or not he, even put him in that, that spot. You have to I, yeah, know that I that question have him is going to be of asked. Cameras. You don't have Jason Zillow sit him down and say, "This they're going to ask you this. This is what you fucking say, and don't say a, a word else." I blame yeah. the Yankees for how yeah. that transpired. Well, I agree. I agree. Right. I agree with they that. should have. With that whole situation, if they were smart and they think they're smart, the way they well, the smarter media, Yankees, Francis. We say yeah, it all no. the time, dude. If they, when in that situation, they should have never put him in front of like free reign reporters to question him. What they should have done was look. They're making you the face of this thing. Let's do a sit down, right? That looks like it's a oh this impromptu thing, but the whole shit is going to be scripted. We're going to put you in a room, one of the reporter. He's going to ask you these questions, but the fastballs are coming in super slow because you're going to know the questions he's going to ask you, and we're going to work on the response and just let him 
have a one-on-one sit-down, five-minute special thing. They could have aired it before a game. People would have ate that shit up. And where then he you answers, throw him in the fire after. And then afterwards, but those questions, Chris, wouldn't have been about spider attack. They would have been about his interview about spider attack. Yeah, well, that's how you fucking do it. But all you, that's not I'm what sorry. they did. All you had to do to avoid the spider attack response that he gave is he should have just talked about his vaccination status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But look, that point that I just made came up because, Pete, you said he still has a lot to prove to the fans. And and it clicked. I was like, yeah, but there's so many fans that are sitting here like, no, this is our fucking guy, dude. This is our ace. I'm good. I love Garrett Cole. I I trust him. It's fucking he has to prove. He has a lot to prove to himself, himself. I feel like, right now. He's got, you know what it's got to be? Immediately it's got to be. You think he doesn't know that he can't fucking beat the Red Sox? You don't think that's in his head? Every time it's I go to the mound, these guys I mean, beat the shit not, out of me. It's not. Pete. It's not just the Red Sox. It's not. He's had, it's not. He's had clunkers against the Red Sox. He can't pitch the G-man fucking Choi. Like it's. Dude, yeah. This Please is a division. It's, it's been a division thing, and he knows he needs to be able to beat these division That's, rivals. Yes. And s- thus far, he has not been the ace in those in That's those right. moments. That's we right. looked at the numbers oh, last wow. year. I wish I could find the tweet. I can't find the tweet. But look. Games against the Mets, games against the Rays, games against the Red Sox, games against the Blue Jays. He just does. He hasn't gotten it done. And he knows he needs to get that done. So imagine if you haven't done it yet, you're in year three of this contract. Yeah, you're going to start to fucking ask yourself, especially after the spider tag shit. Yep. Dude, am I ever going to be able to fucking do Like, Am I ever going to just show up and shut down this fucking team? And let's get to this real quick, because I saw a couple of people throw this in the chat, but one of the one of the big bright spots right now for the Yankees is kind of what we all expected it to be, right? Is the bullpen. And somebody goes, well, the bullpen could ba- bail them out. Guys, not when it gets to the main time of the season to do it. You can't rely on them. You can't do that and expect a win. Yes, the bullpen's phenomenal. We're going to give them all the credit in the world. They've been they've been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Even um uh Castro coming out with the Mets glove on. I mean, he switched it. Everything he, heard us. he switched it. He did hear us. Everything has been terrific, but you can't sit there and go, well, we're going to rely on these guys to make up for Seve's four or five innings or right. this guy's. You can't do that all season long and expect to win. And, guys, oh, let's get the likes gassed. up too, by the way. Get the likes up. Let's because, hit 100. Because, honestly, think of a bullpen like ammo, right? You don't just walk around and, like, someone says something to piss you off. And you go, ah. I got a fucking gun. I'll just fucking pop him. Unless right? you're John Can't Rambo. Can't say gun on a you, podcast. If you're John okay. Rambo, you might do it. If you start doing, you got to think of the bullpen as as your ammo, as a weapon. They're they're. It's great to have a good bullpen, right? But you can't just be shooting all your bullets every single time you have an opportunity. No, it starts with the rotation. Correct. Your rotation needs, and again, it's early. I'm not sitting here and saying these guys need to go seven innings, but eventually. That isn't going to be enough. It's not going to be enough to just say, oh, well, we have a great bullpen. Because guess what? Pretty soon, sooner rather than later, you keep playing games like that, you're going to be out of ammo. And then when the time really matters, those guys aren't going to be the same guys anymore. Got a super chat this, uh... super chat, real quick from Rod Tom says, makes you appreciate CC. Yeah, it does. At least yeah, yeah for absolutely. Sure. He, never, he, sure. never, he never made excuses, I can tell you that much. But no, that's I want to sure. make. I just want to make this comparison <clears throat> yeah. uh, because this is what I do. Okay, so I'm going to bring it into this, and then we'll move on to Sevy to close out the show. Uh, 
the Garrett Cole kind of reminds me of Rocky and Rocky three. Okay. Oh shit. When he got his, when he got fucked up by Clubber Lang and mm. he found that after he found out that Mickey had oh, put yeah. all tomato cans in front of him and he lost his confidence. Okay. So what he needs is he needs fucking, he needs an Apollo. He needs CC Sabathia to come back, come out of retirement here and, and come and, uh, you know, get his confidence back. And then that's, that's how we'll get, We'll get Garrett. Or, back, or maybe he needed a guy like a Robbie Ray to go, look, if you're not doing it, I'm doing it. Let's battle each other for it. Maybe he needed yeah, somebody right? next he to him that it. says, look, if you can't do it, I'll fucking do it. How about that? Yeah. How about how about you because, prove you're the best on this team? Because I think I am. Because because what the problem, and you know what? If you get paid Garrett Cole money and you're, you want to be the top two or three pitcher in the sport, I can't say that I feel bad for you because of this, but it sucks to have to have this mentality. He knows that he has nothing behind him in that rotation. That he he cannot make one mistake. Nope. Now think about how much how much free and easier he can pitch, knowing that he has legitimate options. Where if he if he bombs out today, that he doesn't have to worry that he burnt out the bullpen for the entire week. Houston, and he's living he's living with that right now. Houston, and it sucks. But you know what? If you want to take that contract, you want to be the savior of the Yankees. Hey, you know what? You, you just got to deal with it. And be, and the reason why. To segue off that, the reason why he has that is because their number two can only give them 120 to 130 innings this year. And when I heard that, I got my initial reaction was like, I'm mad about that because that's fucking stupid. But then I'm like, well, the guy's pitched six innings in the last fucking four years. Of course, he's going to be on an innings limit this year, which somebody said it earlier today. And I and I and I thought it myself. It makes it all the much worse that you didn't bring in somebody to fucking eat these innings. (laughs) That's right. Your they, number two, sorry, your number two is going to give you 120 innings this year, and it didn't cross your mind once to bring in a guy that can come in and, and eat the rest of that. Do the Yankees ever um, make it public, like the data that they have that says 130 innings is where Seve needs to be to not get? No, hurt yeah, again? it does. Uh, is there any says, data? Yeah, it says trust me, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I have a real like we're so conditioned. We are all of us to be like. Uh, it's the beginning of the season. You know, I get it. They only threw three innings or their pitch limit was 75. No, I, I was screaming about it on game Bro, season, right, right Francis? Bro, fucking through, what, 80, 80 pitches the other day? Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to hear that bullshit that yeah. a guy could only throw 70 pitches. Okay. That's fucking ridiculous. How about, how about, I've been saying this for years now, how about all these guys get hurt because we don't allow their fucking muscles and bodies and arms to adjust to playing as many games or pitching as many innings? Like, where's yeah. hold on? I'm fu- look. You want to sit here and tell me he's got to be cut off because he's injury, you know, his injury. We can't overextend. Show me the data then. Come out and show me why you came up with 130 innings. Or is it just an arbitrary fucking number that you're throwing out there for no reason where Sevy in his mind is going to be like, oh shit, I'm coming up to my, to my limit or hope I can help this team? Why are we adding on things for no fucking reason? Unless there's a great. Unless there's great data showing that 130, 131 innings, he could break his fucking leg off. Okay, <laughs> fine. His arm falls off after 135 innings. Fine, cut him off. But where is it? Why are we all just so accepting and just like, oh, yeah, you know, he was injured. I don't give a fuck. Is he ready to pitch? Is he in the major league? Ro- is he on the major league roster? Yeah. So then he better be ready to be here. Like, fuck yeah. this, dude. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. You want to know why? You want to know why I'm sick of it? Because it doesn't work. If we saw things that worked, like, for instance, right, with the judge thing, how they played him last year, and, like, sometimes he was on – and Christian said, you know what? But if it works, it works. 
I'll give the Yankees credit. It kept them healthy. Yeah. So I'm fine with them doing it. But all these other things of like pitch innings, innings limits, and all this shit, I'm done with it, bro. It doesn't work. Our guys are hurt every fucking year. But here's my thing, and I'll and I'll I'll just say this on the situation of Severino, not knocking him at all, because he's gonna have to do what the Yankees want him to do. But here's my thing again. Then don't come out there and blow smoke up my ass and goes, we do everything it takes to win a World Series. No, I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. Because if you did everything it takes to win a World Series and you know coming in, we can't rely on this guy to really be a number two because he's not going to throw enough for us. You got to go out there and get somebody else. You just have to. There's no excuse to sit there and go, oh, we, we, we can or we couldn't or this didn't work out. We couldn't trade this guy or that guy. And on top of that, if that's the case too, why are your young starters, why are they never given a shot in their rotation? Right. Who's the number five guy? Why is it Cortez? I like Nestor, but let it be Clark Schmidt. He's finally healthy. What, does he have an innings limit too of 90, 90 innings? No, he has an innings limit of he can't pitch into the fifth. I mean, are you ever going to allow any of these guys to, to just pitch for you to see if we can have a winning team? That That's you know, my problem. With, my problem has nothing to do with Luis Severino, what he could do. My problem yeah. is the way the Yankees going to utilize him. But again, that's why that's why I said earlier, like this whole 130 innings. Like, I don't know how true that is. One, because even if even if internally, like that was their number, it doesn't behoove them in any way, shape, or form to make that public. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Like, if these are conversations that they're having internally, they gain nothing from telling the public. Yeah, he's on an innings limit of 130. That's well, one. Cut Boy mm-hmm. Martino said that on a yeah. report. I was going to say another thing is the one who reported it, Martino. He he's on John Heyman territory to me. I don't listen to him. He's another weasel. Heyman, like I don't listen to anything that those dudes say. And three, look, Tyone came back right off of injury last year. Another guy who's had multiple arm injuries, coming back, battling back from it. He's injury prone. He he pitched until he couldn't. He pitched until he couldn't. Got injured. Came back. That's pretty much what I think. That's going to be what the Yankees do. Like Severino's going to go until he cannot. Like that'll be what it is. That, in my opinion, that'll be what it is. If they shut but him if, down, hey, color me surprised. Well, let's say down. they go that route. Let's say they they, they, don't, they don't choke his innings. They don't skip starts. They just mm. say, you go to 150, you go to 140, whatever the number is, and when you're done, you're done. So you mean to tell me now that this guy might actually pitch like a legit two and then come August up? Oh, sorry. Yep. With this club, I, I, I wouldn't that. I wouldn't be shocked. No, I just wouldn't. I was going to say, Kristen, the only thing I, I don't – I want to be clear, though. I won't say that. They're not going to skip some starts here and there. That I can definitely see because he will need skip starts for sure. But I don't think like I don't see like a shutdown. Like, you know, like we get to September and they're like, yeah, like that Sevy's done. Like, like uh, that, Strasburg, like yeah. when the Nationals yeah. like shut him down. Completely. It doesn't matter yeah, whatever yeah. I don't route see that. that they went. And and look, I, I'm with you in the sense that uh, especially the way we saw things reported this offseason where the Yankees were in on this guy, the Yankees were in on this guy, the Yankees weren't in on anything. I don't trust these guys. I agree. Okay? I agree. But logic, and again, like I'm, I'm doing the thing that I always do that Chris hates. I'm going to put myself in the Yankees' shoes, and logically, it does make sense that they're that they are not going to push Luis Severino to the innings that he needs to pitch to be a legit number two. It's just not going to happen. That's that's my concern. Since- it's not. It's not. He hasn't pitched since 2018. He's not going to go up to 170, 180. It's just why? not going to. It's why? Because they're fucking. Because they're fucking assholes. You, it's just not going to no, no, no. happen. But, but I understand. But you said logically, you can see why. I'm saying why? logically. Do you know from something their point I don't. Of view, because- 
because they're not going to push a guy from zero to two hundred. Why? They're not going to do it. But why? I, Only you not watch this team. I mean, that's that's that's, so that's, that's my not answer. a logical reason from within the team. But for the fucking Yankees, it is. Logic. That's Yankees just them being logic. Yankee Correct. logic. Correct. Yankee logic. Yes, of course. Okay? Of course, that's the reason. So if you are going into the season with that logic, you you did nothing to cover your right. ass. He's our number two. Oh, also, uh, he's cut off at 130 innings, and he might not even be here for the postseason if we make. So it let's that far. talk. You want everybody yeah, wants I, to cream themselves over how great he looked yesterday. And he looked fantastic he yesterday. Right. He really did. Right. I was really encouraged by the way his stuff looked yesterday. But what the fuck does that mean to me if he's only going to give me? It means nothing, dude. Guys, if, I... he stays, if, if he stays on the field, he's still only going to give you 20, 25 starts because that's all the Yankees are going to allow him to give you. Can I just say? Or he it's... might give you 30. I'm sorry. No, he Christian, you're fine. You 30, but they might only be three or four inning starts. And it's still not fucking enough. The guy's coming off major surgery. He hasn't pitched in years. It doesn't matter if the Yankees came back and go, oh, he's let loose. He's good to go. Who is yeah. sitting here saying he's going to dominate? We, It's, it's fine. Right. He's going to dominate. Who the fuck logic? And look, we're not the Rays. We're not the Pirates. Who is thinking for a World Series club, the guy who hasn't pitched since 2018, we're going to let him off the leash. He's going to go out there and just run the charge, that he's going to be good enough to just dominate with Cole to lead this team to a World Series. That is not logical thinking. That is thinking of the Yankees that has it once it's 9 That's it's what a, that is. It's a it's a slap in the face. To fans because, with a fucking brain. Exactly right, what it is. It really is because it's like, hey, yeah, we're a World Series contender. We have a lot of faith in Severino. He's our, he's our number two right behind Garrett Cole. Oh, by the way, we don't really have that much faith because we're nervous about his injury and he's not here for a full season. He's not here on free reign, but he's your number two, and we believe we built a World Series team. Fuck you. Fuck you, you don't. You are fucking, you are lying to us right in the, I'm telling you, man, I've never been so down on the Yankee front office. I actually love, and I mentioned this in the beginning of the show, the chip on everyone's shoulder that I saw for two games. I hope that they win in spite of this front office. Because of how they treated Aaron Judge, or not—I shouldn't say treated, because, because like I said, I think we don't know everything was fair, right? right? I shouldn't say that, but the way they came out in that press conference and immediately tried to make him the enemy, I hope they win in spite of this team. Because, like I said, teams come together for two reasons: either out of love for one mutual thing and wanting to win for that one mutual thing, or in spite of that fucking mutual thing. And right now, every Yankee seems like they have a chip on their shoulder, and I fucking love it. I want to say one thing. Luke, the guy I was shitting on before, <laughs> I actually he's – he's actually agreeing with me with what I was saying. Like, I, they don't think that he's going to shut Seve down, but, like, rest him throughout the year. But, like, tr- still try to get him throughout the year. And he just put something in there, which is exactly what we're, we're talking about here. Say so it might sound crazy, but I think we might have a raised-like approach to pitching. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, Luke, that's, I think, what we've been arguing about with and not arguing amongst each other, but we've been fighting against that all all season and everything. It's like that's what we're saying. It's like what's ang- what's angering us is that the Yankees are trying to have a raise like approach with a two hundred and sixty million dollar payroll. And on top it just of that, doesn't make sense. The raise like approach sense. moves that we made have been shit. We tried no, it, to do the smart shit yeah. and it hasn't worked. It's it been terrible it, for it, us. It doesn't always work. Listen, we we do we do catch lightning in the bottle. We seem to be able to do that with. Relief pitchers, it's true. We've been able to do that. Now, 
with starters though it just hasn't worked out it just hasn't worked out and that's why i don't think you can have that approach with starters and also no 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 disrespect to the rays except for the fact that fuck them why the <laughs> fuck are we trying to why are we trying to copy their rotation they haven't won a, a fucking world right. series like they want to when they that's when a, they that's went it, when though. they even in the shortened season even in the shortened season that benefited them in terms of pitching more than any other team in the league they still couldn't win the fucking world series so it's there's no proof out there that oh no that's gonna fucking work like you it still it still goes to show like the last couple of years in the playoffs like you need those performances from those horses on the mound like I'm yeah. sorry you could have the best bullpen you could have a stable of guys who throw 98 yeah that shit was cute but you lost. Listen, yeah, I know lost. we're I know we're getting close to first pitch. I did. Do you guys have anything else? I gotta. Bring I want to run through super chats real quick, and then sure. I want to do the manscape script for us real quick too. Um, so Li Yanking says I'm leaning towards Pete view of Cole because of the pressure on top of him, and I seen Pirates fans say that Cole gets blown up when he gets in his head, and then Big Blue in the Bronx family in here says minor complaint. Alex. Either play Stanton in the outfield the full game or don't. Simple. Hicks taking over boils my blood. Micromanaging. They did it yesterday. And um, to run off on that real quick, if you guys don't mind, let me run through this for you guys. Baseball is back, and I'm sliding in the home plate this spring with my freshly shaved balls. Wait a second. You heard that right. My balls are even smoother than an Aaron Judge home run after our partnership with Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are helping men take care of their baseballs because chicks don't only dig the long ball, but also clean balls. Join the other 4 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the codes SPITTERS or NYYST20. So use those today for Manscaped. Pick up that ultra premium package today. Um, so I just want to get to this real quick. It was something I thought of. I think it was yesterday I heard it. And I just wanted to bring this up real quick. It was in the pregame. I can't remember if it was opening day or yesterday and who said it, but it was something to the effect of, you know, everyone says last year was a failed season. But when you think about it, they won 92 games. They did make the wild card game. Didn't turn out the way it is. To most teams, that's a pretty good season. But the Yankees have a higher standard. Oh, we and did. I thought about it. I thought about it, and I was like, that's what we all say, right? Like, this is the Yankees, man. Fucking World Series are bust, man. That's how we live. That's our standard. It's not anymore. No, that's why it was, yeah. It's not, right? It's not anymore. Do When do we make the switch now to save us from pulling, from ripping the fucking hair out of our heads, from dying five years before we have to? We don't because, because I'll tell you why, because we grew up in the wrong time. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, we're not going to, we can't let go. I, I can never let go of the Yankees I mean, being gonna, the Yankees. If you're going to lose that passion where every year is World Series or bust, whether regardless of what the jabroni jerk off, little fucking weasel Cashman and Hal want to push on you, then we might as well just fucking pull our headphones out and, and, and be and, done and call yeah. it a day right but, here. But more I'll than be, that, more than that, when do we admit that that's like when does the public admit that that's not the standard name? Because I'm sick no, of people coming at me. Or can I say we this too? And I'm and I'm though, I'm not know. looking I'm not yeah. looking to plug what we're doing, but as we grow, that narrative could be forced to come back because exactly. you got too many people in the higher positions that get more views than that we are do. Accepted. Even though our numbers are are really up for us starting in January, that narrative of 
not letting in, not giving in, not wanting to be the best. You had people going, how many stars do we need? Fucking whoever we need is what we need. We're the Yankees. When did that stop? Right. So and it's that like, narrative, that pe- mindset needs to come back to the mainstream, and we can do that. How many people come at you when you're complaining about something? It's like, oh, poor you. You got Rizzo instead of Freeman. You guys are spoiled. Spoiled from what? 12 years ago? From 2009? I don't give a fuck what happened in no, 2009. They, they, the second I got done celebrating 2009 and the parade was over, yeah. I was worrying about 2010. Damn right. Exactly. And now it's 2022. And I'm still fucking worrying about the same shit. Well, yeah. we won in so 2017. The excuse Yankees don't... actually won in 2017. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Says the Weasel. Speaking of the excuse, Yankees, let's close the show out here. We'll let you go get a chance to make a little gabagool sandwich before the game starts. Gabagool. Uh, and, and here it is. Okay, uh, if Joe Joey Gallo, when he does something well, he's Joey Gabagool. When Joey Gallo sucks, he's Joey Capicola. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so you might be Capicola that, a lot. We had it first. Okay. Doctor, go out yourself. Oh. Since we're leading you right into the game here, we'll wrap up with this. We'll just go around the room. We'll start with Francis. Yanks sweep tonight? Yes, sir. Pete? Uh, no, they dropped tonight. Chris? Yeah, I think they got it, man. I think they got that chip, and they're going to ride it right into tonight. And this was a big problem with the Yankees last year. They had a lot of mm-hmm. teams on the ropes, never could close the door and sweep. Close it if, big... you, if, you, if you really want me to, ch- to feel change how I feel about this team – Get the W tonight. Monty's on there. Monty's on the mound. I know Chris disrespects Monty all the time. But oh, my I, God. He I hates Monty. Love. He fucking Good hates him, man. I've never seen somebody hate a player so much. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go with – I'll go. you know what? Let's be optimistic as we just spend an hour and a half tearing this fucking team down. Let's be optimistic. I'll go Yanks pull out the sweep tonight. You guys – how do you guys sign off? You guys want to do something special or uh, – uh, No, I'll, I'll let us we'll, – we'll do ours. You guys finish it off for us. All right, so, right, so Francis, <laughs> go ahead. You started off. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, like and subscribe, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Get the likes up on this video. Go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed to NYYST and Designated Spitters. If you have a second, leave us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love us. If you hate us and want to leave us one star, we like those too. And always remember, keep it locked, stay tuned, because the next episode will, in fact, be the best episode. And you guys know we will never come whack on the designated spitters track, and I flip it over to the fellas to wrap us up. Well, thank you very much for your continued support of the NYYST podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening to episode 277 of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to episode one of the NYYDS podcast. Not since Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage joined forces wow. in 1988 have two mega powers come together <laughs> like this. So thank you very much for your continued support. NYY News TV is just on to uh, – we're just to the moon, baby. That's all I can – can say that uh sgr is not here so i'll say for him go yanks chris say goodbye Poo! before it hits the-